0: We're going to
1: start this, guys, because there's a heck of a lot of you and some of you have been waiting a while.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Welcome yeah. Welcome to the Star Wars costuming panel. Um, I guess what we're going to talk about is kind of on the label there. Uh, my name is Brielle Livornia. I am a staff writer over at Tashi Station, and I am also a costumer, given the fact that I'm on this panel. I am probably the only one on this panel who is not officially in the 501st or Rebel Legion or Mandalorian mercs, but we're working on it. Um, my speciality tends to be cloth and fabric, and I'm slowly learning about the magical stuff of armor, so I'm going to let the rest of my panelists introduce themselves.
2: I'm Sherilyn Lambeth. I'm a professional costume prop and puppet builder, Uh, also a member of the 501st, and work on the Legion's history
3: and archives team. My name is Casey Riley. I am a member of both the 501st and the Rebel Legion. I also actually build costumes for professional theater and opera, and I'm currently teaching the costume classes for the theater department of LaGrange College.
4: My name is Tom Hutchins. I'm the founder of the Mandalorian Mercs. I build. Mandalorian armor, and I build huge props. Uh, currently, I have the largest functional Star Wars land speeder sitting in my garage at home, which is really cool. Um, Why didn't you
2: bring it? Yeah, <laughs> well, we brought it last
4: year for the parade. You know, I didn't want to kill the magic by bringing it two years in a row. But anyway, that's what I do. I love bringing the, the Star Wars to life in, in the real. So, Hey, I'm Charles Ecton. I'm currently the
5: GML for the Georgia Garrison, so if, if you build armor and try to get in the 501st, I'm the one who gets to approve it. And uh, I also build a lot of weird mashups. I've got the Kylo Ren and uh, the regular Stormtroopers, but I do a lot of stuff like Mickey Ears, Death Trooper, and Godzilla TK. Some I do a lot of weird mashups. But if you want to get in the 501st right now in Georgia, you've got to run it past me, which I'll approve it.
4: Now you know who to make your friend. Yeah.
6: <laughs> He says that, but he sends the clones to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm uh, Melissa Pye. I'm with the 501st of the Georgia Garrison. I'm the Garrison Web Liaison and a Junior Membership Officer. I'm the Rebel Legion XO. I've been doing this for about two years, and I evidently picked one of the hardest kits to start with, um, Captain Rex normally.
7: I'm Wendy Wright, known as Nova Darklighter. I'm a professional costumer by trade, uh, and I'm into doing Jedi, uh, which is really, if I'm doing a Star Wars costume for myself, it's gonna be a Jedi, um, but I have done commissions of other characters or other, uh, other types of things. Um, basically, I work with fabric. I'm, I can do a little leather work, but it's not my thing, so I usually farm it out to somebody who does it better, um, and all that. <laughs> Okay,
1: so I have a feeling that there's probably a couple of questions in the room. So if you guys have questions you wanna ask us, line up at the microphone. Um, we are more than happy to take them, uh, now that you know what everyone's speciality is. What I wanted to start with was talking about The Force Awakens, so uh, Brian, get your butt up here, please. You, yep, I need my trooper. <laughs> If we have someone in the room, I'm going to use him as an example. <laughs> so, because you actually get to tell people what they can do to get into the garrison. Okay, now he's patrolling. <laughs> so what are things that you look for when you're when you're taking applications into, like, the 501st? Especially yeah. now that we're with The Force Awakens and everything's well, what, sort of new.
5: We like to get the... Uh somebody to apply as they're building it so we can help them through it you know a lot of people build the complete costume and then turn it in and then you know you've got a lot of things that you might have to go back and change to match the uh, the uh, screen accurate look but if you apply like that's 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 pretty dang good right there but if you get if you apply as you're building and get in you'll you'll find somebody who's a mentor somebody nearby somebody that'll help you we try to help you through it you know we get a we get a bad rap sometimes the 501st likes likes their stuff a certain way and we just tell you no and you can't get in, but we want, we want you in. We want a troop with you. We want to get you in there and work. And uh, if you come in halfway through building something like this, we will help you all the way through. And you can apply multiple times. Uh, I'll get the pictures, you'll apply, and I'll tweak it compared to the photographs from the movie back and forth and we'll work with you and get it approved. And uh, those are pretty complicated costumes. I mean, those are right, that one right there is hard to just get on. I mean, yes. <laughs> the gaskets. The gaskets yeah. and everything. There's some simple costumes. If you want to get in to the 501st and just start trooping, you know, there's uh, bridge officers. There's some soft costumes that are just, you know, boots and jumpsuits. with, And they still have to be accurate, but you can get in and start helping. You can even come in as a cadet level and just help with troops handling. You get to touch all it. I know when I first got in and I was in a room with guys like this with rooms full of helmets, I was like, can I touch these? Or can I stand? And they're like, yeah, you're 501st. It still freaks me out. I mean, when Vader comes walking in a room, I still go bananas. But if you want to join and you're building something, I mean, you can even join before you buy your stuff and we'll help you figure out, you know, the, the path to buy. And then we love to mentor people when they build and help you build. And we do have armor parties where we all get together and we build stuff together and we use each other's expertise. And, uh, parties. Yeah. yeah, and we <laughs> do K. them a lot in Georgia. We um, do them a
6: lot. We, we do have somebody who opens up his house to folks in the area once a week when he's got time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
6: like it's an evening thing. Folks come over, catch up, work on things. We have folks that have completely different expertise levels and different specialities. Like, I if somebody just needs a leather belt punched. Why should you have to buy all of the equipment? If somebody else has it. Hey, come over. We'll get. Fit Fix that
1: for you in five minutes. The one th- thing I will say about the First Order Troopers stay away from the rubber gaskets.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And in fact, I came up with. Um because I'm currently working on a Phasma build, which is Phasma is similar to the First Order Trooper in look. Uh, it's not just the chrome, though. There are some differences in some of the armor pieces. But instead of trying to wrestle with armor ga- or rubber gaskets, I actually came up with a fabric solution for the, uh, the undersuit, the ribbed undersuit that they have. It's basically an old sweatshirt and old sweatpants with fabric on top and uh, cording run through. It's, it's still a little heavy, still a little hot, but it's more flexible. You can wash it so that it doesn't get the rubber smell to it, and it's a lot easier to get on. I can get this on by myself easily, and I can walk around with it, which I know when the guys first started working with the rubber gaskets in their armor, one of the guys in our garrison was kind of walking like this, because that was about all he could do. (laughs) So I came up with this technique, and um, afterwards, if anybody
1: wants to come up and get a
2: close-up look at this, please feel free. I'll be glad to answer questions about it.
1: Seriously, anyone has questions, like anything at all, this is literally why we're here. Like, we can all sit here and talk for hours about, like, the differences between a normal TK. Hey, you have a question. Fantastic. You hit your cue.
8: Okay, um, I'm working on uh, The Force Awakens Luke for my husband, and I am having a bear of a time finding his cloak fabric. I've kind of narrowed it down to, like, a silk matka, but the only place I found it was $35 a yard, and for 10 yards, that's... Ooh, so is there a Legion, like, I know there's no Legion approved TFA Luke yet, but I mean, does anybody have any hints on that? Have
6: you joined the rebel boards and asked the membership there? Because I know there are a lot of people working on that costume, and there's been a lot of discussion on the fabric and the price point of some of the ones that they've looked at.
8: I've looked, and I haven't done in the last couple of months, because just, you know, life, but um, when I was really getting into planning it in April and May, I reached out to the local Legion, because I live in Orlando, Mm -hmm. I reached out to the local Legion, Mm -hmm. and they were like, well, we don't really have anybody working Mm -hmm. on that yet, and I was like, okay. So then I looked at the more national boards, and I found a couple of places, and they were like, well, we're out of it, and I'm like, okay. So I just, I was just wondering if the Matka was a right lead, if anybody, know. know. but I haven't looked at it. But I
1: would say one thing to keep in mind is that if you get it done first, you write the CRL. Okay. So, well, it, it adapts to you. So where, you know, when there's new costumes that come in, and that's something to keep in mind when you're doing Force Awakens builds or even new Rebels builds is that the CRLs might not necessarily be up there, so looking on the forums and seeing what different people are doing is probably the best way to do it.
3: I can tell you that's actually what I did with the costume that I'm wearing right now. There is no CRL for this outfit right now. There is one that's been proposed, but it's not official yet, and it's still being tweaked, and some of the things it says are outright wrong. Um, (laughs) No, but they are. Like It says that she has um, only five... uh, Yep. sections on her, on her gauntlets. And if you look at the movie, no, she's got more than that. Uh, so, so if you're working with a costume like that where there isn't an official standard, then yes, if you go onto the boards and you start posting your own progress and talking with people, you will help form the new standard.
1: And everything's a lot easier now that we have the DVD. Mm-hmm. Yes. People aren't going to see the movie 20 times <laughs> just to take notes on <laughs> where the seam lines are. <laughs>
8: Uh, hi, I've been working on a Kylo for a while now, and the only thing that's tripping me up is the helmet. I have the Black Series right now, and I was wondering if there's any tips to sort of modifying it to a 501st approved yeah. status.
5: I actually, last year at Dragon Con, I, I trooped Kylo in the parade. I built my Kylo before the, all I had was the trailer yeah. to build it. And I got lucky enough to work with a bunch of the uh, Sith Lord people and helped write the CRL. I, my contribution was the fabric was black kept telling them that it's black, <laughs> black. <laughs> but, uh, really? So I take credit for that. Spotlight. But I've got... And I've, I was wearing my Kylo in here earlier this morning. I've got a couple different helmets. Okay. And the Black Series, I think some of the fan mods are better than some of the big corporation ones that you can buy, or the like the Novos that hadn't shipped yet, or some yeah. of the private builders. But... If you take the Black Series helmet and you take the Disney mouthplace off, that Disney yeah. one, you can replace it because it's accurate and the Black Series looks really good. Yeah. And you can totally mod that together. And there are tons of tutorials on that, okay. start to finish, how to uh, plastic weld the seam. Because you know it has the speakers built in and the voice changer. Yeah tear all that out.
8: Yeah, I was planning on doing that. My main problem was the uh, seam across the top of it. Yep, I wasn't quite sure what to there's do There's different that. ways you
5: can do it with plastic welder or heating up. Some people heat up a screwdriver, a flathead, and just run That's it okay. across there and make it a little big and then sand it. Okay. I, I, I should have brought one of mine, but uh, I have that black series that I modded. I have the one with the voice changer. I have a Wicked Armor. I have uh, the deal bucket that I was wearing earlier, and I've ordered the Anovos. I was collecting the Kyle. Yeah. I was in that. But the uh, the bucket, as long as you mod it, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's approvable okay. as long as it matches the base. The fabric, the weave gets a little funky with, and the pleats, mm-hmm. you know, because that's tough. Oh,
8: that fabric. This is my uh, pleat that I'm wearing now. That looks good. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. You're in. I got your proof. <laughs> uh, that was but easy. Kylo's tough,
5: and there's a lot of yeah, people yeah. who make the belts now, the buckles.
8: The belt is another... Uh, that i'm stuck on as well because i've got the outer robe inner robe the tunic all that stuff done all belt, the fabric stuff the
5: belt you there's a tutorial that's so easy from tandy leather you can buy the pre-cut strips and then just put the you know it's a little edge on the top mm-hmm. i mean you can do it for like 35 40 dollars okay. and get the belt it's, and you can seal it in the back but you're supposed to seal it under the buckle and you can get a printed buckle but kylo you're seeing a lot of them around here now last year yeah. was great because i was the only one I was cool yeah. <laughs> this morning people were walking by like eh. But uh, but yeah, man, if you want to stay after, I'll get with you, and i hook you up with some of those tutorials, because it's a killer costume to wear. Thank you. I'm going to be irresponsible and start a debate. Um, Help me decide between doing a custom Mando or a first-order TIE fighter pilot.
4: Okay, custom Mando. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. TIE fighter pilots don't do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Plastic.
6: Which one will you not throw when you're angry at the build?
5: Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good question. Well, I suppose a <laughs>
0: custom a man trooper. would get dented. What?
5: Do a stormtrooper. <laughs> Everybody loves the <a> stormtrooper. <laughs> <I'm> Come <coming> on, <right. laughs> TK, man, that's the yeah. way to go. Wait, or
1: you said a first order tie pilot?
5: Yeah,
9: first order tie pilot. They first
1: order tie. First pilot. order yeah. tie yeah. pilot. I would do mm-hmm. the tie
10: pilot
6: too. The tie pilot looks awesome. Yeah. 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 I, how, know, how m- I love those helmets. The, the new helmets just. Mm-hmm. It just are you like
4: a seriously creative person? I mean, yeah. is it something you would want to be like yours? Yeah, I, th- I think I'd it like it to be. That's mine, that's the man. That's the custom yeah, Mando. Yeah. Then, if you kind yeah. of want to do your own character, your own little bit of Star Wars, mm-hmm. that's the custom Mando route. Because there, you can you know you can kind of tailor it to your vision of the character. Mm-hmm. And I like think custom that's, paint schemes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can do your own custom paint uh, scheme. Yeah. You can customize your your armor. You know, a good bit things like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, there's a lot of creativity that goes into the custom Mando that you can't really put into the canon costumes yep. because those have to look you know, screen accurate. Mm-hmm. The, can, the, the custom Mando, as long as it looks like a Mandalorian, you know, there's a few guidelines you've got to go by in Mercs, but as long as it looks like a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. you, know, you can tailor it to what you want.
5: Okay, but I've also seen that at some first events that I do, um, kids don't recognize that a custom Mandalorian is a Mandalorian. They'll it's see. coming
4: up more now, especially with Rebels and, and mm-hmm. the Clone Wars with the Death Watch, and a lot of those customized looks that they began to put into the cartoons, like Sabine, mm-hmm. uh, you've got the new Mandalorian pilots, yep. you've got the Imperial Mandos that are coming out in Season 3 of uh, Rebels, Okay, and I'm sh- I know they've got more stuff in the works. So there's a lot more looks for Mandalorians, and, and a lot of those are custom. If you look at them, they've got different paint jobs between them. Mm-hmm. Some of them have a few different accessories between them. So it's, you know, it's, it's becoming more of a thing. I hear Mandalorian more than Boba Fett anymore. Really? Okay.
1: You would actually be surprised by how little kids can recognize. Mm-hmm. I think at the Nationals, we were trooping at the Nationals game a couple weeks ago, and they, uh, someone asked if one of our TIE pilots was Vader.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. so like never take that personally. Like they're like kids, they see like oh Star Wars, someone in black with a helmet, Vader, or oh white, it's a stormtrooper. So yeah, I've done
5: awesome. Kyle, I do Kylo Ren. And I've done that in parades, and kids will say, "Hey, Darth Vader!" It's like yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you haven't yeah. seen the new film.
1: Also, the kids are
3: more likely to get you right. It's usually the adults who don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. True. yeah, that too.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Filled both yeah. of them.
5: Exactly. All right, thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, you mentioned the the Thai pilot. What we like to say is, if you're if anyone's kind of just looking for a good, easy costume to start with, and you wanted to do five 0 first, Thai pilot reserve. Best thing to start with. Um, yep. Oh, hey, come model for us. <laughs> um, right yeah, so just, it ends up being a, a jumpsuit. Figure. If I remember right, the a jumpsuit, the hat, uh, the belt, and the boots. And at that point, um, yeah, here we go. And the gloves. Yeah, and the gloves. And then and a the little a couple other fiddly things.
4: C- crewman, isn't that called a it's, crewman that's or something? A bridge, <laughs> a crewman. No, it's a crewman. It's, ty it's ty
1: one. Like you get the you get this one jumpsuit. You can do tie reserve. You can do yeah. the crewman, and then you can build onto your tie pilot. So once you have the tie pilot, you put on you you put the jump the breathing breathing apparatus, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the helmet Which and all on. So we, this so this think, one works for like at least two or three. How many days ago was that we
5: approved that? Yeah. Uh, two. Two, like two days. Yeah. 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 That was Tuesday. It, it didn't take yeah. long. Like. I built that same thing, too. It's a good base. You can do three costumes. We call it the trifecta. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. do bridge crew, TIE reserve, then you can go to a TIE pilot or a heavy gunner. I mean a... Yeah. A
2: uh, gunner? Dust, yes. uh, Duster, yeah. Yeah,
5: imperial yeah. gunner.
2: And it's inexpensive. I mean, everybody is always worried about joining the o. First, Like, wow, the armor is so expensive. And yeah, it can be, but this is a very inexpensive way to get started. And then you find that once you start, you can't stop. <laughs>
5: That's it's a cool. problem. Looks cool.
1: And you hang out with people, and you're like, "Oh, I just want fabric costumes." And the next thing you know, you're like, "I want a scout. I want a first order trooper." It gives you An excuse to learn new things and go to the hardware store a lot. My wife normally would say
4: no, so if you're looking for an yeah. there you okay, next question. um, <clears throat> I uh, I've been thinking about making like a uh, version of the Star Killer costume from uh, Force Unleashed. Only I want it to be the one costume in the game when he's about to face off against Darth Vader at the Death Star.
0: Okay.
8: Uh, Is how, what what fabrics and what approach do I take for that? Well, I
5: mean... It's hard to there, say because none of us have reference in front of us. There's some CRLs out there for the Starkiller mm-hmm. costumes. There are some different versions that you uh, can pull up.
4: What's a CRL? Oh, it's costume
2: a, reference library. Yeah,
5: okay. sorry, I get so used to <laughs> saying that. <laughs> yeah. What it is, it, it's a it's, it's pictures and written verbiage that describe the costume to a T based on panels that create them, and uh, you would build based against that to get approved in the five hundred first. But if the one you want to do doesn't exist, like she was yes. saying, you can build it to where it looks exactly right, and then contact that detachment that's over and work with them, and they'll write they'll help write the CRL with you. But mm. if there's not one that exists i bet you there is somewhere. If you got on those detachment boards, somebody's built it. Which one is uh, it? Yeah, the, which one is it? Is, is the it the one with the claws one? on the hands? Um,
4: uh, Not that one. Okay. That one's like the first one. I'm talking about the one, like, it's at the final level. I think they call it the Jedi Adventure Robe.
1: It's hard for any of us to, like, necessarily give advice for... Less common costumes like that off the top by her. Yeah, and I love trying heads. to
5: approve those. It drives me yeah. crazy. Oh wait, Jedi there. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, they're not
0: all. We go. Oh, here we, oh go. The, here we go. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Glinting, right? It's like, it's
1: yeah,
0: that's got
2: kind of shine to it. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> that's, there's some
5: really cool ones. The ones with the long blades on the hands.
2: Well, and the beauty about doing a costume that not many people are that really hasn't been done before is you pay, you can pave the way. If you, if and I'm not as familiar with these costumes in the CRL, or if someone's done them, but if no one has done this one before, you can say, this is the fabric I think it is, and go with that. Okay. Linen, maybe? Yeah, kind of, i guess,
1: like, yeah, We're I'll going put, off of what I'll we're prove seeing prove <laughs> here.
4: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs>
1: and also, like, a lot of us are talking from, like, yeah. the 501st, the approvable point That's, of view. Like There is that absolutely that nothing good. wrong with doing yeah. costumes and just we're doing just them doing for own. you. Absolutely. That is what I have done my, Eight years of cosplay off of up until this point, and then I was finally like, "Oh, okay, I'll join." Um, have fun with it. Like, honestly, that—that's the most important thing I can tell you about like any costumes. Like, yes, the 501st and the Rebel Legion and the Mando Mercs have like very strict standards and everything, but if you like how your costume looks and you like how you look in it and it makes you feel cool, then just go with it. Did you
5: say it was the training? Was it training? Jedi. The Jedi. This one. Okay. Ooh, that is cool. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. I don't think do that would be cool. Yeah, do that one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. That'll take me forever to yeah. try to prove that. <laughs>
6: That's because he's about to try and build it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, so to give you a little background on my question, I
6: actually make uh heavy medieval armor costumes and the single biggest problem I have is overheating. When you've got a lot of quilted padding underneath and a lot of heavy mail on top, you know, thirty minutes in that thing and I'm dying from heat stroke. Because yeah. looking at the the Stormtrooper outfit, it looks similar. You've got a lot of padding underneath and a lot of armor on top. Have you guys explored any ideas for how to cool it or keep yourselves from overheating?
4: Yeah. Actually, I, I, my, my Mandalorian armor is all heavy gauge aluminum and steel. It's about 80 pounds of armor when it's on. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. I had a guy at the house lift up my bag when we were putting it in the truck to come here. And he's like, oh, my God, you wear that? And I'm like, yeah. And I got to march in about a two-mile parade in, it in Atlanta in the summer. Do you
1: hate yourself, Tom?
4: No, I love my armor.
0: (laughs) That wasn't the question.
4: (laughs) But, but, uh, I mean, you know, the things you have to work with. When when it comes to that, you got to look at what can you keep cool, and how's the best way to to keep it cool. I've seen people wear like these ice vests and things like that. I'm not a big fan of that because that adds weight, and weight makes things heavier. It makes things heavier, and it makes you more hot. So when the ice melts. It's going to be more weight and you're going to get hotter in the long run. Um, I'm a big fan of using fans, of trying to use materials that breathe. Uh, My my vest is leather. I mean, it's it's thick leather, padded and all that stuff, but it breathes. Some people use vinyl. Vinyl doesn't breathe. You end up feeling like a a pig in a blanket in that thing. I had a a vinyl vest early on in, in my career doing this, and I got rid of it really quick. Um, The cool thing about the metal is metal exchanges heat, which actually does keep you cooler than than the plastic Stormtrooper. They tend to get way more hot than me and my metal, you know, 80 pounds of armor. Um, Fans are great if you can work them into places like the helmet. Helmet's a great place to put fans in because, you know, you, you have the most amount of heat around your head. And having some fresh air circulate within the helmet is just, it is such a relief, especially when it's hot. Um... Another thing, too, is like, you know, in the jointed areas with him it's probably difficult because he's got that rubber gasket. That is... That one's not rubber. Oh, that one's not that rubber? That one's not oh, rubber. No, rubber.
1: Not no rubber. trust me. We're never putting rubber on there again.
4: No. Okay, good. Sorry, well, then, I squire yeah. for him all the time. Then that's, that's, that's a lot better. But the guys that do wear the rubber gaskets, I, I don't I don't even want to... Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't touch the rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. The main thing is using breathable fabrics. I mean, that is really a, a big thing. Like, what Sherilyn's made here, that, it, it might be thick. But in the long run, that breathes, it's going to be a lot cooler. Plus, you know, as sweat gets in it and starts to evaporate out, it actually does exchange heat, makes you cooler. So that's, you know, that's the advice that I give on that. I mean, I've got like five layers of fabric and then this layer of metal and then another bodysuit on underneath that. So, yeah, it can get warm. It's just all about the, the materials that you're using.
6: We also tell everyone to hydrate. Yes. yes. Yeah. Regularly. Start drinking water 48 hours ahead of an event you know it's going to be hot at because you need to build up your water, mm-hmm. you're going to sweat it out, and the fact that you're sweating will help keep you cool. If you stop sweating, you're in a serious medical condition.
4: Yeah, if you get chills, that's bad. You're trouble. Yeah. 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 They keep
5: moving, Like it's probably killing him standing still. When you're in armor... You want to find wanna, a breeze. You want to move. We, we, we get, get that stuck. helmet
4: up a bit.
5: Oh, yeah. When we get stuck standing still for an event, we did one recently at a, a big museum where we all had assigned areas where we had to sign autographs. And I was in Kylo, and I think I blacked out like four times. It was just you have to move and get some air circulation. I know that your stuff's probably heavy, but moving helps.
1: And having a, a handler or, like, up in Virginia, Maryland, we call them squires because Maryland's state sport is jousting, and we think we're funny. Um, I actually think it's hilarious. Uh, like, I squire for Brian all the time up up in uh up in DC and having someone who is there who can do like hey check every now and then and be like thumbs up or thumbs down and who can get you out of there and make sure you get hydrated that's like it doesn't necessarily help but it if something goes wrong it's really really key
3: it also helps on the stormtroopers that you can go into um different kind of sports materials for the undersuit, and you can get material that is specifically meant to wick sweat away and keep the air exchange flowing. Um, I actually, for my own Stormtrooper, I have two different ones. I have both a cool weather one and a warm weather one because we also go out and do like Christmas parades and things. And I'm not a very big person. I get chilly, chilled very easily. And as hot as that plastic is when you're in the sun, when you're in the cold, it, it does nothing for you. Um, so playing with the fabrics of the undersuits can also really help.
8: A lot
1: of people uh, do right. Under Armour. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Does that
4: help? Yeah. Hi guys. Uh, Hello. Full disclosure, my I'm Rebel Legion member. My first costume, I got it commissioned. I did not make it myself, but I've got the bug. As far as wanting to do it myself, partially for cost, partially not you know, other people's schedules, and just. I want to make it myself. Um, what tips and tricks would you have recommend for an absolute beginner?
1: What are you looking to do? Fabric, armor? Both. Okay. For fabric... At one point
4: in time, both eventually. Okay. So
1: Fabric, the best thing I can say is go to a sewing store and take some lessons. Um, or find someone who around, around you who knows how to sew and be like, okay, can you explain to me the very basics of how to use a sewing machine? Um, If you don't know how to sew,
3: then one of the best things to do is to go to um, a fabric store and pick up a pattern that is marked as easy or beginner. Has nothing to do with the costume you want to do, but just get that. Yeah, and just practice and try and learn. Because
4: just like any other skill, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And YouTube. There's some great tutorials on YouTube. Yes. I'll, I'll, as an example, I'll show you this holster. Now, I had never tooled and built a holster. This was one of my first holsters that I did and I basically hand stitched it and tooled it and all that by myself watching a tutorial on YouTube just to get the you know, just to, to learn how to do it and did the patterning for the gun and all that and, and did it myself. So you can learn a lot of that stuff just on the internet through Google and, and uh and YouTube. Great. Thanks guys.
7: You're welcome.
1: And be careful, you started down a very dark path that ends (laughs) in lots and lots of
4: costumes. (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. Hi. Hi. So, if we're talking more toward the
6: Jedi type side of things, Um, you're starting to look at doing a Jedi. Should you pick a Jedi and follow that pattern or kind of want to do a Jedi and put
7: something together? Well, Jedi are not a uniform, Mm -hmm. it's a uniform kind of look. Mm-hmm. So, you can customize them quite a bit as to length or the style of the tunic. Uh, some of them have a waist seam, some of them don't. Um, the tabards are come in a few different styles. Uh, fabrics and colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, if you want to look afterwards, there's a whole bunch of swatches there of different things I've used for different Jedi and there's notes on the results and the cost. Mm -hmm. And you can get a feel of the fabrics. And, um, you know, they're they're an easy thing to sew. They're a very basic sort of style. You can make them more difficult as you customize them, but a basic Jedi is a very, very easy sewing Mm -hmm. project. If you're really a beginner and you've never sewn a thing in your life, you can do it. You just have to take your time and concentrate. And if, if you have
6: somebody that can help you, so much the better. If you design your Jedi based on another Jedi's look, like like I want to do Obi Wan's look, I, I, I want okay. my stuff to look exactly like Obi Wan. You need to do Obi Wan. Right. But, it, but if you don't, there is room to, like, there, you can come yeah. up and say, there are yeah, custom Jedi.
0: There is okay. room to make Maybe your own characters, yes.
3: Yeah. And if you're going to do that, it's definitely easier to sit and draw it out or plan it out first and then start making the pieces than it is to just kind of make up pieces and throw them As together. You go along. Yeah.
7: Okay. And yeah, and make sure. Oh, sorry, go ahead. If, if you're going for. Um, joining a Jedi, you know, one of the costuming groups, mm-hmm. if you go for a face character, it has to be exact. Yeah. If you're doing a custom Jedi, it has. Uh, a little m- more laxity as far as um, it needs to look like a Jedi, it needs to have certain elements, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't have to be as exact. To It needs to look exactly like Obi-Wan's tunic mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. or Anakin's tunic or whoever's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, you know, if you're really a basic beginner you can either really make yourself crazy <laughs> and do all the details and it'll be wonderful. Um, or you can do a Jedi that suits your body type and suits your you know, color scheme. Uh, although with our group, uh, all of our Jedi are earth tones and we don't permit gray. Black is only a couple of face characters. Okay. So again, you have to read the code of the group you're trying to join. Okay. You know, and say, okay, this is what's required. And again, you know, we're, we'll help you out with it. You know, just get on on board with us and say, I'm trying to make this. Okay, thank you.
4: Hi. Hi. Um, I've been working on a custom Mandalorian, which I'll be tr- trying to wear tomorrow. Cool. Um, I've had a lot of problem with spray paint scratching off. Is what kind of layers can I put on that to help stop it? Okay. Well, you're actually in luck because I brought a fully weathered. Plate here that okay. I painted up. And uh, basically, w- what part is scratching off? Like, is it scratching all the way back down to the bare material or are you using Centra? Is that what you're using for your? Yeah, arm? I've got okay. three millimeter Centra that I'm using. Okay, that's exactly what this is. Okay. Um, I tend to use, I used to use Krylon and then I started finding Krylon was having issues with some of their new ones, so I switched over to Rust Oleum. And this yeah. is all done in Rust Oleum. I use a Valspar. I've never used Valspar. It's like Lowe's. Yeah, something. I mean, I've just—it's—it's it's,
6: it's nope. softer. It's a yeah. softer paint. Okay.
4: Rust-Oleum is probably that's my pick nowadays. Sorry, Krylon. Um, yeah, I'm with you. But it, you know, this is a fully—I mean, uh, it's—you know—you've got the the metal layer is the bottom layer. This is what we call layered weathering, layered paint job. It's yeah, the, the bottom is, layers. I, I just uh, did the metal layer. I didn't bother with any of the paint colors. Just time constraints. And metal, metallic paints are probably the world's worst when it comes to curing because they're metallic. Yeah. Um, some, you'll get some good ones and you'll get some bad ones. And if you spray it in high humidity, f- forget it ever curing fully. Yeah. I, I live in Tennessee, so it's just humid all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spray it in your garage or something like that. And then turn yeah. a, f- like if you got a floor fan, like a box fan, turn that fan on it, like maybe from seven feet away. And that will, actually help it cure in okay. in a human environment all right thanks sure
9: hi, hi. Uh, I'm more interested in, in um, weapons and so um, I am starting the journey of looking into either buying a lightsaber or making my own lightsaber and um, I'm kind of the, making my own lightsaber seems daunting Um, With, like, the LEDs and the shape and and trying to be exact. And so do you have any advice on materials or types or
1: hints for, like, LEDs and stuff? Ultra sabers. Ultra sabers. They should be. They're in the dealer's room this year, right? Oh, just purchase them? Go to Ultra Saber, buy a lightsaber, and if I'm... They usually... This was a couple years ago. I got mine, like, 20 bucks off. So I got mine for, like, a pretty simple one for 80 bucks. So you can, like, spend $300, $400 on a lightsaber if you want. But if you just want something... That like looks pretty and looks cool and does what you need it to do. You can get one there for our, like hundred bucks. Are they?
9: Do they have LEDs? Do, do they have like colors? Or yes. is it kind yeah, of? Yeah,
1: you uh, can pick your color. Um, okay. Some of the hilts they do. Uh, they're set up so they have three different buttons, so you can make it whatever color you want. Um, that's usually like another eighty bucks or so. But yeah, I go. I would go check them out. They're here. Um, you'll save on shipping. What and was their name? Ultra Sabers. Yeah. Can't miss also- them. They'll have it. Used Yes, they yeah. will, but <laughs> yeah, but don't you save a, on shipping, and they usually do a discount, so it could be worth it. And
4: Correct. don't be afraid to try to do your own stuff like that, too, because literally, this is the same, I mean, just about the same type of LED that they use in a lightsaber, and it is a rechargeable lithium-ion battery and basically a $13 one-watt LED.
9: Do you bother with sound effects or anything like that? Like, um, do you, like, have, like, an... Uh, I do, awesome but I got- Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't. Because I'm cheap. That <laughs> adds you cost. Cool. Like can I'm thinking, do, I'm gonna yeah. need like an accelerometer module mixed yeah, with like an ATtiny, so I like it can figure out like what type of sound and what type of you know. That position. is definitely
4: advanced. I mean, you can buy those kind of things from somewhere like Adafruit. Dot com Or Sparkfun.com, but you have to learn how to program these. I'm things. an electrical
9: engineer, so oh, okay. okay. okay
4: no. Never well, Never Okay, which
9: case, I take back everything I said. Adafruit.com
4: will <laughs> right, have yeah, your soundboard, okay, okay, and you can actually get the accelerometer there. But then, there. how
9: do I fit that into? Well, I have to make my own PCB and try to fit in it into the you know. Pro- more thing. than
4: likely, yeah, okay. you have to make yourself something that it will fit into. They've got some really cool. Um, <laughs> they got some really cool new things at Adafruit. They've got the little trinkets. I don't know if you've seen the. They've got and they're like 3.3 volts and they're tiny, tiny. And okay. then hold just enough code to, to probably run a lightsaber. If all you're trying to do is some accelerometer stuff, like nine degrees of freedom and that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, you should be able to get all that from Adafruit for, like, I don't know, 30 bucks, and this is 13, and you can rip open a laptop battery and get all these you want for free. Right, so. There's There and then, are a
7: lot, of web, a lot of web pages that have, you know, tutorials on how to build them, mm-hmm. and you can get about 80% of the parts in some place like Lowe's.
9: Right? right. I just didn't want to start yeah. from yeah. scratch and be like, all right, well, this Bob, you know, kind of like yeah. having the
7: whole, because the and hilt of the it's of the lightsaber.
9: Yeah.
4: That's it's how the doable. Jedi did it's it. They built their own. Yeah. They built their <laughs> own. <laughs> <laughs>
7: well, Ultra Saber has you know pieces. You can buy parts and customize your yeah. own, and put it together. Which is another yeah. way to do ultra saber. Yeah, like and I
1: will say, like, stuff. it's definitely doable to build your own. A friend of mine just decided to build a lightsaber because he could from scratch and actually make it look on the inside, like the kyber crystal and everything. And he also threw in, I think it was like the vibrator yeah. thing from a cell phone, so that way when he yeah. turns it on, you you, it'll feel like it has yeah. the feel like of a vibrating. So. Uh, sorry,
9: I know no, there's a long ahead. line. Another question: I'm planning on doing masks as well. He wants to, my boyfriend wants to do Darth Revan. Um, any yes. any idea on material and um, to make the helmet, like starting from scratch, or do I also go ahead and just buy it? Like for
4: Revan helmets for are Revan. Revan masks are really not that difficult. You can, right, can kind of make I your own. Right, Resin, right?
9: Yeah, you, yeah, you can, can do resin.
4: Of- resin over like you know, like sp- Warbler or like. Probably do warble. Yeah,
2: could. I mean, I've, I've even seen a really good Revan mask made out of entirely out of craft foam, okay. and it was coated and painted. So okay. yeah, it just depends on the route you want to take. And there is a uh, costume reference library for Revan.
1: Yeah. So okay. you, know, you can certainly
2: access that. Perfect.
1: Yeah. And I know if you if you want to buy the Revan mask, I got mine off of someone on Etsy for like a hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if, if only $20 worth of craft yeah, foam yeah. versus, you know, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. This also comes from someone who works with fabric, because this stuff is scary. <laughs> right. <laughs> you Makes can sense. burn yourself on this. <laughs>
4: right. Okay. And anytime you want lights or anything like that, don't be afraid to scavenge for stuff. I mean, I'm an IT guy, so I have all these old computers laying around my shop. So I get, you know, LEDs, I, you know, I get batteries, I get all that kind of stuff, and I just scavenge yeah. for it. Just, you know... My, it's a wonder I'm still married because my wife thinks I'm a hoarder. I've got all these bins just full of junk that I have scavenged, and I use it. I mean, I actually—in my case, I'm not a hoarder because I really do use it. And I use it to add life to the props. You know, I've got all these LEDs, and I just go through and say, "Oh, that's the color I want for this or that." So, you know, scavenging is a good thing. Goodwill is a good thing too for fabrics and things that you, you want to get on because, you know, the, the original Star Wars movies are basically stuff that's been cobbled together out of a little bits of junk, so, you know, that kind of adds character to a character is when you have those kind of details going on, so. Yeah. It looks
1: like they're doing something similar for Rogue One costumes as well. Yeah.
4: And the ra- If you want to look at
5: WickedArmor.com, he's, yeah. uh, there's an out-of-the-box kit he does. He's, he builds them one at a time, top to bottom, it's pretty sharp. You can That's who did that. my
1: mask, I think, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, what advice would you have for somebody who maybe wants to try and cosplay Padme? Because she's very which one? Yeah, yeah. yeah There's so there's many, and I, I, I want to talk so about many. all of them. I like which costumes do you think would be easier? That's not just the Geonosis outfit. That's um, the easiest. Mustafar. <laughs> definitely not the lake outfit. I can yeah. tell you that. No, yeah. Yeah. all get that's, 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 that that's A that lot break. of beating on that Wait, one. But yeah. Yeah. Um, the Mustafar lovely. one, the one where she, that she. The brown one. Yeah. Or oh, the pregnant. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 pregnant the pregnant one. Outfit. That's yeah. a yes, fairly baby. simple one. The Tatooine disguise. Yeah. Yes. The disguise of the handmaid. That's a really simple one. Um, she's got a zillion nightgowns. I didn't realize how many nightgowns she had until I decided to rank all the costumes. In my order of favorites, there's like 36. Um, I think what else would... She's not really one with a lot of easy costumes. Um, I would say that anywhere she's the queen are going to be more difficult simply because you have to take into account this. <laughs> Uh, and all of the makeup. Um, Snow bunny. Yeah. All yeah. oh, the pregnancy rattle. Yeah. Oh, the black. Yeah. The, the black, black corset, cloak. maybe.
3: No, that one. Yeah. That
2: one. I mean that
1: it could. Depends on what you're, what you can I find and like. A fabric for the skirt you could do it. I yeah. That'd be complicated. Um, I'm
2: trying to go through all them all. The the uh, black cape she wears when she meets Anakin is just a cloak. Oh and yeah. Her hair. That's a very yeah. simple
0: one.
6: Some of the Clone Wars ones from the cartoon are a lot more simplistic, including like the first. Um, oh, the
1: lap. Senate the Senate one? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, there's also the one where she's on the ship, you know, where she and there's kind of an action outfit she's right. got on.
1: It's, it's more, it's,
6: it's, it's, it's more of, I'm actually outworking. I don't have to kind of always look pretty, yeah. but I actually think my favorite one of hers is the, what we call the snow bunny, because it's the fur, the, the little, it's just adorable. Okay. That's from the
1: uh, animated Clone Wars series on yes. the CGI, um, okay. yeah. just, just clarify in what you yeah. <laughs> um, I were uh, talking about.
7: I oh, think the, with, that, with Padme, a lot of the difficulty with her is finding the right fabric. Yes. Even some of them, the construction isn't all that horrible, but finding the right fabric that looks like the fabric in the... is really sometimes wicked and usually wickedly expensive when you do find it. Yes. Yeah.
1: If anyone has a chance to go see the costume exhibit, um, yeah. I think it's in New York still and it's moving to Denver. I oh, absolutely recommend you go. I went in and I almost cried. No, um, Sunday, well, because yeah. I mean, you see all these costumes and you're not even as far away as you to me. Um, I may have accidentally set off the sensor alarm for one of them. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but they actually have some of the fabrics there that you can see and you can touch and you can like get a really close look at. So if anyone's really focused on, like, think there were some Padme ones, some Palpatine ones, getting up close and personal with
8: those fabrics is great.
7: Yeah.
4: Um.
7: All right. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Uh, this is
4: more just out of curiosity. My my brother's a prop maker, and this pertains more to like. Uh, Helmets and armor and weapons and stuff. But uh, do any of y'all use uh, 3D printers in your uh, prop making at all? Right there. There's cool. a 3D printer. This is actually some stuff I'm working on for Lucasfilm for the Star Wars show. But this oh. is um, this is a Boba Fett missile. I, okay. It printed in three pieces, and I just you know printed it out and uh, glued it together. And this is a flamethrower for a gauntlet. So yeah, I mean you know you I do 3D printed stuff all the time. Okay. Mainly for accessories. Uh,
3: the gun for both my Ray and also I have a Hera. Both of my guns are 3D printed and glued together and painted. Okay, there are a cool. lot
6: of Ray stabs that are 3D printed. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting the one the of those too. The original one was 3D printed. So.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah. The original Kylo oh. Sabre was 3D printed It was 3D printed, 3D printed, yeah. printed yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a huge thing now.
4: Okay, cool. Yeah, because it's getting more and more accessible. So I didn't mm-hmm. know. It is, and they've got some really cool things like uh, Smooth-On makes something called XTC, which you use to coat it with. It's like a, It's a yeah. resin. Man, it cuts down having to sand and, and work with this stuff. You just brush a couple coats on, and it's basically done. Yeah, I help him with the cleanup and all, all the stuff yeah. that he prints, so I'm familiar with all those kind of products and stuff. Yeah. I just, you guys make incredible stuff, so I didn't know if, Thank you. you know, you use. 3D printed stuff. Use all the yeah. tools you can get your hands on. And 3D printing is so in inex- uh, It's much more inexpensive now than what it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. The resin versions are pretty expensive now. Mm-hmm. But I've seen the next five years they'll probably get cheap. Yeah. But you can buy, you know, you can buy like the DaVinci 1.0 for like, I think it's like four ninety nine, mm-hmm. And get an 8 by 8 by 8 printing area. And yeah. you can pretty much print out a set of Boba Fett gauntlets in one run. Cool. It's pretty neat.
2: And I, I just discovered this. Uh, Mattel now makes a children's 3D printer called Thing Maker. Wow. Yeah, it's like this generation's Easy-Bake Oven. <laughs> 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 I, I know. It's like a $150. And it's only about that big. You yeah. can't really get big stuff out of it. But if you just want to do little tiny detail things, I'm looking into getting one.
4: Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Um,
7: question. So obviously you
8: guys do a lot of costumes. How Females, how do you do stormtroopers? cause this is huge. <laughs> I can't uh well, win this we uh, are we get the
2: kits same as the guys. There's, you know, basic. I have a TK clean white stormtrooper and it's basically you just have to cut and modify the kit to fit yourself. The armor to fit yourself. Some places you have to trim it a little more. I mean, I'm short, so I have, I've had to trim mine a lot more than some of the guys,
3: but I've actually just got a first order kit much like what he's wearing right now. Good luck. Um yeah. right. Luck. I don't haven't finished it yet. Um yeah that chest is huge the uh the shoulders hang off of my shoulders so there is nowhere for the shoulder bells to go uh so it's a lot of very careful modding uh, a lot of careful trimming you can i have just learned this trick actually from another 501st member that if you you can heat the the plastic to a point in order to reshape it a bit i've always done this with heat guns before and that's actually kind of really chancy because the plastic only takes so much before it just falls apart Yeah. yeah and is awful so I've actually just learned the trick of pouring boiling water or dipping it into boiling water and then using that to reshape. It's a little bit more controlled. Yeah. 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 Yes. Um, so I am actually in the process of doing those sorts of uh, steps to try to get the chest to fit me and be not so huge. Yeah. Uh, so it really is It's just sort of a process and there's different things that you can do depending on the piece. Some of them you can just trim. Some of them you are going to have to heat and reshape. Uh, some of them, you're going to have to trim out some details and then go back and try to sculpt the details back in. Um, but yeah, if you just kind of reach out to the people, whoever are your local garrison, you should be able to get people who would be willing to help you figure out individual
1: pieces. Yeah. And oh. garrisons tend to have like our chief armors. Brian is ours up in uh, Northern Virginia. So if, at the armor parties, essentially, like everyone helps each other. Um, I had three people working on helping me fix the fit on my seven sister helmet Saturday. It, like between the one guy was doing electric, other two, Brian and someone else were both trying to like get some padding up in there. Um, it's the best. It's honestly the best thing you can do. And we have a five foot two woman in our garrison who has a stormtrooper, so okay. it's it's doable. Okay. Yeah.
5: You can also go to. Have you heard of First Imperial Stormtrooper Detachment? FISD. It's a web page. If you go to that and just join. There's build threads where people, different people from different sizes, different armor, as they build, they take pictures step-by-step and post them. So you can find one that kind of suits maybe somebody your height or size, then follow them all the way through, and you can email them directly, and sometimes you'll get a little feedback back and forth. That's how I built my first Stormtrooper on there.
7: Also, Also for
3: women who specifically want to be Stormtroopers, there is an armor out there called the Legacy Stormtrooper. I have one of these, and it is um, your classic TK that is designed specifically to fit a woman. It's not that boobalicious with the mid-drift stuff that you've seen. It's not that armor. Uh, but it is called the Legacy Stormtrooper. There is a CRL for it if you want to look that up. It's really awesome. We have seven of them in our garrison, and we're continuing yeah. to grow. So ladies, you can totally go get the Legacies.
5: I'm going to do that one next. <laughs> <laughs> that. We support
7: you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, That's guys. That's a you're lot welcome. of modding. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The one thing I do want to point out is uh, safety. When you're working on your costumes, oh, yeah. Uh, when you're painting or working with chemicals, make sure you're somewhere ventilated. If you're working with things that can burn you, maybe gloves. I myself don't always listen to this and I've burnt myself on hot glue more times than I care to count. Um, eventually you just get numb to it, but yeah, like eh. everyone up here will tell you safety Safety first.
4: You'll never, you'll never appreciate as much as when you go to the eye doctor to get a piece of bronze pulled out of your eye. And some of the cuts.
5: Cut away it's from you. Right. Yeah. Outside. That's yeah.
4: that's how my brother became my half brother.
8: <laughs> yeah. Aww. Dremels,
1: Hi. be careful with your dremels.
4: dremels.
8: Good. Um, I had a question. Actually, I'm trying to figure out how to do a force lightning hand prop. Do you guys have any suggestions? Ooh. To do a
4: force lightning hand prop. LEDs, I'm guessing. Yeah. LEDs with acrylic. Okay. You'd want to have some kind of acrylic that looks like force lightning. You know, kind of like lightning, and have some way to attach it to maybe a glove or something of that nature, Same. and then get you some, some blue LEDs, some like ultra bright blue LEDs and put in the back. Because the the, the acrylic will actually carry the light and they'll glow blue. Okay. That would be my suggestion for it. That would be the easiest thing. And you can actually get acrylic for free if you've got some old dead computer monitors, the flat screen monitors. Mm-hmm. There's a small piece of acrylic that's actually got these little white dots in it so they displace light, which work perfectly. You just grab it out of the back, use a Dremel to cut it out,
11: Done. I happen to
4: have two. There you go. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you very much. Sure. You're welcome.
0: May the force be with you. <laughs> and also with you.
4: <laughs> I know that there's some community involvement in these clubs and groups and that, I would love to hear some of your experiences, maybe some of the, the, the really, you know, the ones that have made a difference for you or that you feel like you've made a difference for others as you've taken on these characters. Well,
5: I'll, I'll say some of the most emotional stuff. The, the biggest part of the 501st for me is the charity work, but I know I was with some of these guys, and I know one of the guys in the back, and we'd go to the children's hospital, and we'd go downstairs, and we mobilize, and we'd go to the rooms for the kids that can't come out of the rooms, that are really sick. And we went in a room, this was probably my third troop, and the, the little guy sat up on the bed and was uh, smiling, and the mom started crying and left the room, and was like, you know, that's the first time he smiled in months. It was pretty emotional. I mean, I think you were in there with me. Yeah. And, we, you know, going to those rooms for those kids that can't get out, it it means a lot. And we're always doing charity work, but some of them really get you. Sometimes you're glad you got the helmets on because you get pretty upset. Yeah, I don't
6: know how people without helmets get through that with with – with a stoic face, because the, there, there's there's smoke or something in
5: my helmet. There's something going on. And I know we did Bert's Big Adventure, you know, those kids that got on the big trip that go to Disney. We got to be there with them when they got on the plane, and we were there at the, the little party, and that was pretty emotional, too. You know, we were right there at the uh, the private plane that they pulled into the bay, and the little guys come out and they get on the plane. It was, it was very emotional. And I was in Kyla, too, so I was trying not to lose it there. But uh, a lot of times it gets.
2: I just did a, a, an event this past weekend um, at a friend's church. They were doing a back-to-school event for foster and low-income kids, uh, giving them make sure they had school supplies and food and everything. And I was there in my trooper, and I was glad I had my helmet on because one little girl came running up to me and gave me a huge, uh, a big hug and gave me a card she had just made there at the craft table. It said, "I love Star Wars," and it was still wet. Paint got smeared on my armor. I didn't care, and and I was glad I had my helmet because yeah, I was tearing
0: up a little bit.
1: I always love seeing the little girls come up, especially once they figure out that there's a woman underneath the, yeah. underneath the armor, because that tends to just absolutely make their day. When, and like that's when a lot of people take their helmets off, when they can tell the little girl gets like really, really excited. So. That's
3: actually one of the reasons why I love doing the Legacy Stormtrooper armor, is because you can tell I'm a woman. And yeah, every single time we walk in a parade, inevitably there's at least one group of little girls who are just like, you're a girl. And that is always really awesome.
6: I have to say that uh, I do do Captain Rex normally, so (laughs) Uh, I'm a clone dude. Inevitably, there's this one little girl in a parade or at a sporting event who brought her Captain Rex helmet with her. Uh, (laughs) So inevitably, my poor handler is stuck chasing Rex through this area, and the little girl's parents are chasing her as we're running towards each other making squealing noises at the top of our lungs. (laughs) We're so excited to see each other. Uh, I've gotten fussed
1: <laughs> out a couple of times for that. You Rexes are always trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, I blame Emily.
7: Well, a few years ago I had to start riding my scooter and I do it in the parade. And uh, got a very big surprise because there are of course a lot of people who can't walk or that are in chairs along the parade route and they get very excited. Um, because. Means they can do it too. Some of them never thought to. And yeah, I do get emotional. <laughs> I'm an old lady, I'm allowed. <laughs> you're in good company. Put yeah. <laughs> your at heart. Yep. Yeah, totally. I'm yeah. giving it up.
11: Well, I'm going to take this a completely different tone. <laughs> okay, sorry. That was really a good cool. discussion though. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm working on a uh, kind of a Padme outfit. I know you're probably like, which one? Right. She's like a clothes horse, right? So um, the one where she's in the Coliseum, um, you know, the white and the holster. Oh, yeah. Stuff. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, before so after the rips? Right now it's before the rips because I'm not sure if I'm ready to <laughs> tear into that yet, you know? Right. So until I'm ready to do that, I guess I'm just going to keep it whole. (laughs) Um, So I'm, I don't know how I'm really doing with the materials. I kind of just went on looks and started putting pieces together. I don't know. Um, It looks okay. Uh, So I'm to the point where I'm not really happy with the boots and I don't know how to do the, uh, the part that's around the boots, whatever that's called. Um, I keep saying bracers because that's like the only the term so that comes gators. to mind. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, um, their boot covers. I have no idea how to make those. Somebody's tried to kind of tell me, but I'm like that seems like it's totally over my head. I don't know what to do. And the other one, the other thing that I'm really stuck on is the hair. I know how
8: they do the hair. How yes. In There's the tutorials. world. There are
11: tutorials, tutorials on okay. hair. It's
6: like these sponge. I have short hair, so this is funny that I know this. <laughs> <laughs> sponge skinny curler things and hair extensions and he wrapped the extension around the curler Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and then he twisted it. Okay. and you build those together into a hair piece and then you clip that into your hair uh, yeah. okay. so you have the, the, the coils and you make sure the hair pieces match
11: your hair color okay so if you have long hair probably just put it in a bun totally. and then, and put, then, and and then, then clip the little piece, yeah, pieces yeah, around it a it. hair
1: piece long hair or short hair uh-huh. I'd go with a hair piece okay.
11: yeah. and, and then, then t- for the boot stuff I'm sorry no
1: no I was going to say like, for, for me when I do uh, a lot of Leia costumes and for me I try to work my actual hair somehow into it mm-hmm. so because I have my hair is like down here Yeah. Yeah, so you might be able to, like, like get the hair piece, obviously, but see if there's a way you can sort of incorporate your own hair into it. That way it's not, like, your bun, like, back of your head, bun, and then it's kind of sticking out of it. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry, what, what was the second question? The boots? The, uh, oh yeah. boot, covers. Yeah. boot covers. Boot
7: covers. covers. So, yeah. I
4: don't know. Those are Those. Warble might wow. work.
7: I would oh, say so they look like they're really thick. I would go yeah. yeah, with, like, a Centra or Warbla. Yeah, centro yeah.
4: Centra or Warbla, either one of those. Worbla thermoplastic, some kind of thermoplastic yeah. would probably be good. Mm-hmm. Go I would a sure. Legion
6: boards and join, and then go through the, the Padme's area because there are a lot of tutorials on that specific food okay, because yeah. it is cool. considered one yeah. of the <laughs> <computer> easier <laughs> costumes oh, to do. Yeah. Yeah.
11: That's why I picked it. It yes. just looked easier. Yeah. 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 But, but it does have
6: detail, and they'll also be able to – you, how different people have done the pouches because the pouches are very specific as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would also be careful with white spandex, you have to be very, very careful. Um, I don't know how thick your fabric is, but I know I, I got a, just like a white jumpsuit off it, of a dance played? store for somewhere costume, and it was definitely very see through. Mm-hmm. So, what I would recommend is getting some sort of like something new to go under it, that way, there's another layer. That's
11: what I did. Yeah. I actually did end up layering, okay, face. good,
1: good, yeah. Sometimes people put it on and they go, oh no. Right. (laughs) Oh no. I was like, there's
11: no way I'm wearing just the one layer. That's not
1: about to happen. Yeah. And I'll always recommend, like, maybe white on white, but, like, if you're going to go all the way, if you're not going, like, lining it all the way, definitely do, like, a nude for you beneath the white. Otherwise, white underneath white
10: shows more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
10: Yeah, be our last, question. Question.
1: last question. Probably yep. depends on how
10: quick it is. <laughs> Hi. I haven't had a chance to look over the CRLs too deeply just yet. And I may be nitpicking even a little bit for an Imperial officer, but um, are there any references to color standards for things like the color of the fabric, color of the rank insignia, that sort of thing? As because far as
3: I'm aware, the CRL only says uh, olive drab. Yeah.
10: Mm-hmm. And And so anything
3: that would fit within all of drab works. Um, Because I've actually made several of these, and we have people in our garrison who have purchased the same costume um, from Cosplay Sky, and I have also made a couple. And the fabric that I buy is definitely a darker shade than what they buy from Cosplay Sky. And you can tell it when they're standing next side by side in pictures, but it all gets approved. Yeah,
1: I think what it says for the rank bars, and it doesn't necessarily say color. It just says red and blue, but that it's... No, he also you touched this, right, as well? Your rank bars? Yeah, the rank bars. Yeah, yeah. so it needs oh. to be translucent. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So they need to be like a, a little bit like that. sort of like see through. I think yeah. is what the CRL says.
10: I had only wondered because sorry, among other things, I too. teach oh, and work too. with Photoshop
1: uh-huh.
10: and I have to you know explain things like color systems and so yeah. on. So I had been curious if uh, if the <laughs> if the detail work got that detailed.
2: Well, color color is so difficult because mm-hmm. fabric looks extremely different on screen than it does in real life. You think? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, pictures are taken in different lighting, so it's it's really hard. Something may look one color in one photo, it looks another color in another photo. What do you go with? Like the Han the, jacket yeah. on uh, Hoth. the
0: Hoth. Yeah. The Royal yeah. Guard red it. is
2: a tough one. Most so many of our Royal Guards, I mean, are are different color reds. So.
10: Because I had wanted to make sure that if I do submit something. I'm Within color standards, if any, for like, approval.
5: She, yeah. Like she said, it's just it'll say olive drab, and like I don't know if you heard me, but I am colorblind, so a lot of the stuff that comes through, I you Conveniently colorblind. I will that say that
6: for the car, the good. current cartoon series, Disney tends to, tends to release a. a, a a Pantone. Yeah. A character scheme
0: yeah. with yeah. the
6: Pantone colors mm-hmm. listed yeah. for, Pantone. for the cartoons, which does help a lot of uh, our creative folk who are working with the characters who have spray-painted designs. And they're like, oh, it's this Pantone color, which corresponds most closely with this brand of paint. It's so I, I do. that's one of the benefits of being a yeah. It's how Filoni
1: <laughs> compensates for like making costumes that make, make us all want to tear our hair out when we're working on it. And then he specifically changes them from season to season just to screw with everyone.
3: <laughs> well and he and he makes costumes that there's no way to put them on or off. Harry's, I know. Hair is belt. It there is no sense. buckle on that belt. There is nowhere where it separates and opens. How use do you? The force. How do you, you put use it the on?
4: force? She's not a Jedi. <laughs> but Kanan is. Maybe he's helping her. You know. Uh, oh. We might be talking about it the next <laughs> panel, which is the this Star is the Wars Rebels panel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the next panel actually is the Star Wars Rebels panel, funnily enough. Um, but we are actually just about out of time.